Hey, Labor Relations Radio listeners, this is just a quick reminder. If you enjoy Labor Relations Radio, make sure you share these episodes with your colleagues and make sure you and your colleagues visit laborunionnews.com and subscribe to our News Digest. You are listening to the most comprehensive source for news and views about today's unions. This is laborunionnews.com's Labor Relations Radio and your host, Peter List. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hey, thanks for turning on and tuning into Labor Relations Radio. So this is going to be hopefully a short episode about something that, when it's brought up, bugs the crap out of me when it's portrayed disingenuously in the media. And that is the topic of CEO pay. Not that I care what people make, but when headlines are put out that lead people to one conclusion without giving the full story, and then it's echoed throughout the media, it gets bothersome. And if you're the type of person that does any kind of critical thinking or do, uh, if you do deeper dives into specific topics, you'll know how twisted and distorted the topic CEO has become. Now, if you're a subscriber to LaborUnionNews.com's Morning Digest, you probably saw the links I posted this morning, which kind of prompted this conversation. And if you didn't, you don't need to go back and and search out the email for the Morning Digest. I'll post the links under the audio portion of this episode. And if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I also did a deeper dive into the topic this morning. So before I get to the actual topic of CEO pay, I'm going to I'm going to actually ask you the questions that I posted on Twitter. And the first one is, do you think that NBA players make too much money? Let me give you a quote. And this comes from the rookiewire.usa.com. More than, and this is the quote, more than 100 NBA players will earn a salary of more than $10 million this season. Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and LeBron's James, LeBron James are among the handful of players who will earn more than $40 million, end quote. And that's this season. Again, what about those greedy Major League Baseball players? Let me give you some salaries of the top 10. And I've got a bigger list, but I'm just going to give you the top 10. Mike Trout, baseball player, $37,166,000. Garrett Cole, $36 million. Jacob deGrom, $36 million. Nolan Arondo, uh, Arenado, $35 million. $35 million for Zach Greinke. $35 million for Steven Strasburg. Max Scherzer, Skurzer, $34.6 million. $33 million. $32 million. $32 million. And then the 11th person on the list goes down to $31,333,000. So you can tell it's, there's a lot of people that are multi-multi-millionaires. And by the way, those figures for the MLB players are just in the season. And what about those NFL players who are just profiting off the backs of all of us minions? Well, you've got the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He's at $45 million. The Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, he's at 43 Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, $40 million. You've got the Texans QB, Deshaun Watson. He's at 39 Seahawks, 35 uh, The Lions QB, he's at 35 and a half. And it just goes on. 35.5, 33 million, 32 million, 
Falcons QB, Matt Ryan, $30 million. Now, you could say, hey, those are quarterbacks. They earn it, right? Well, this kind of goes on to another topic. What about entertainers? How much do you think um, Cardi B is, who wrote the song WAP? And you guys can figure out what that stands for. Um, what about, you know, the top 25 highest paid entertainers? They averaged a combined $4.4 billion. Actually, they didn't average that. They earned a combined $4.4 billion in 2021. And that's before taxes and fees. So, And the vast majority, and this is according to Forbes.com, did so without creating anything new. So they, that's just the money they raked in, and they didn't even produce anything in 2021. Obviously because of the pandemic, perhaps, or they're just not popular and they're getting royalties. Now, let's go back to baseball for a minute. Do you know what the salaries of the workers are at, ba- at Yankee Stadium? It's not a heck of a lot. According to Indeed.com, security guard there makes sixteen sixty-two an hour. And I'm betting he's a union security guard. Or the entertainment industry, what about the workers at Madison Square Garden? Let's talk about the food prep at Madison Square Garden. Bartender, thirteen fifty-eight an hour, but he gets tips. $35,000 for a food service worker. Kitchen worker, $16.90 per hour. Prep cook, $29,000 per year. A, a runner, whatever that is, $11.45 per hour. I'm assuming, again, that's a tipped position. Now, let's go back to the CEO salaries and, and kind of what prompted this whole discussion. A little bit of history. For the last mm, 20, 25 years or so, the AFL-CIO has been putting out something called the Executive Pay Watch. And it's citing the top paid CEOs throughout the United States. And it's kind of a given that they cherry pick the numbers. They use the top earners or the top 400 and something uh, CEO salaries out of the S&P 500. And they put it out there under the headline, CEOs make X you know, percent more than the average worker or the ratio is 375 to one or something like that, right? So that's that's been there for a long time. Well, what really set me off was a Wall Street Journal article that does the same thing that the AFL-CIO does. They lump everybody into the same basket. And you really have to be a critical thinker or read the article in the fine print to understand what they're doing here. The title of the article, which came out on Sunday, was Pay Packages for CEOs Rise to Record Level. Now, to get into the article, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote a couple paragraphs for you. Here's the first paragraph. The median pay package for C, uh, chief executives of the biggest U.S. companies reached $14.7 million in 2021, setting a sixth straight annual record as strong profits and robust markets boosted performance measures. All right, so what you're getting out of that is, wow, CEOs are making $14.7 million in 2021. The next paragraph, quote, total compensation rose by at least 12% for most of the executives, and most companies recorded annual shareholder returns of nearly 30%. And according to the Wall Street Journal, analysis of more than 400 companies. All right, so if I didn't read you just that last part, analysis of data of more than 400 companies, you think we're talking about everybody. Now, here's where it gets into the finer print, right? And this is where most people and most headlines don't focus on. Quote, much of the pay consisted of equity awards that could ultimately prove to be worth more 
or less than initially reported. The median salary, bonus, and other cash compensation was $4.1 million. So that's $4.1 million, not $14.7 million. Right? What we're talking about is what the salaries are. Now, if you're talking about baseball, football, basketball, those guys are making $40 million, $30 million, etc. And we're talking about CEOs that are making $4.1 million. There's an argument to be made whether who's worth more to whom, right? But we're not seeing the eat the rich headlines, tax the rich headlines with regard to entertainers, Major League Baseball, sports figures, you know, NFL, NBA, etc. Why is that? You are listening to Labor Relations Radio. Now, before I wrap this up, I'm going to give you some other data points that I think are extremely relevant. According to Statista.com, there are over 5 million employers across the United States. The headlines that we hear about, the CEO pay, the, you know, the exorbitant pay that CEOs are getting, etc., those are coming from the top 500 or so companies. You know, the S&P 500, the largest employers across the United States. And when you think about, you know, 5 million other employers out there, that's a lot of employers. So what we're talking about is really one-tenth of 1% of the employers across the United States. And so if you then turn to the Bureau of Labor Statistics that keeps, you know, data on compensation and they break it down by occupation, and you look at their chief executives, i.e. the chief executives across the United States, there are 200,480 CEOs or chief executives cited by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And do you know what their mean annual wage is? Take a guess. Is it a million? No. Is it $500,000 a year? No. It is $213,020. That's the mean annual wage for chief executives across the United States. That is a far cry from $4.1 million and an even farther cry from $14.7 million that makes the headlines. So the next time you read a headline like the Wall Street Journal's pay packages for CEOs rise to record level, keep in mind that is hyperbole and you're being manipulated. And if you want to do that, you know, us versus them, that Marxist you might also want to start taking into account celebrities, the sports figures, um, the, you know, whether it's NBA, NFL, or MLB, or, or if you really want to do a comparison of CEO salaries to some other group, take a look at the 25 highest paid social media influencers, whatever they do. Right. So you've got people who have YouTube, TikTok, you've got Instagram. Here's here's the highest paid social media influencer as of 2018. YouTube gaming star Dan TDM. He made sixteen point five million dollars a year or Evan Fong, who's a.k.a. Vanos Gaming, fifteen point five million per year. PewDiePie, PewDP, whatever, uh, 60 million, 62 million subscribers on YouTube, 12.5 million. There's Mark Fishback, 12.5 million. Then you've got people um, like Kayla Itznius, or Itzinas. She's a fitness blogger 
behind the bikini body guide, earning about $17 million from her app in 2016 and commands about 150,000 per sponsored post or Selena Gomez. She's a recording star, obviously makes music. She gets $550,000 per post. In other words, she's, she puts a post up and tags some company in there and they're going to pay her $550,000 for an Instagram post. Kylie Jenner, $400,000 per sponsored post. Or Kendall Jenner, $400,000 per post as well. Kim Kardashian, she's making about a half a million dollars to share a post with her 109 million followers. These are social media influencers. They're not running companies. They're not employing people. They're not producing products. They're endorsing products. They're putting their pictures up and making a boatload of money. You want to eat the rich? There you go. In any case, when we're talking about things like how much CEOs are making and the media is distorting it and they're using it as a weapon against employers or CEOs or boards of directors, you need to ask yourself why. Do a deeper dive. Encourage some critical thinking. In any case, I wanted to hit this topic because it came up um, over the weekend on Wall Street Journal. It's a topic that I've covered a few times with regard to the AFL-CIO's executive pay watch. And I thought it'd be uh, at least an interesting episode of Liberal Relations Radio. Now, as and if you have any questions, again, I'm posting a lot of links under the audio portion of this episode. Um, give us a shout out at one 668 6466 You can hit me up on Twitter at Workplace Report. That's at Workplace Report. And that wraps up another episode. I'm your host, Peter List. Thanks for listening. been listening to Labor Relations Radio.